What's crackalackin' everybody? Mighty smart guy, Matt Zapala here, healing to you from Dallas, Texas, and welcome to episode 34 of the Millionaire Goals Podcast. Milton, can you say 2,000? 2,000, baby, 2K. Can you say 2,000? We thank you on YouTube, our subscribers on YouTube. 2,000 subscribers are following now the Millionaire Goals Podcast. We're only 34 episodes deep into this thing. So we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. This is a podcast dedicated to help you think of like... A millionaire to help you think like a faith-based type of person to think better of yourself as a father as a man combining all the things that uh, we've been talking about here issues as pertain today to today's man in money and and faith and finance so we've got a lot of topics today man i just want to say man we've had a last rumbunctious last couple of weeks you just came back from chicago and uh i understand you hired your first employee i hired my very first employee man I'm excited for it. Do tell, Milton, who did you hire as your first employee to make sure your business is up and up and running and taken care of? Very first employee hired since I started my business in 2020. I hired my fir- very first admin, and it actually happens to be my 75-year-old mother. <laughs> I love it. And the reason I hired my 75-year-old mother, um, in 2017, she had three, three heart attacks, and then she had to ha- get double bypass heart surgery, emergency. After that, her cardiologist said, you will never be able to fly again. Can you show my screen, Jordan? We need to see this picture oh, man. here, man. Yeah. There it is. It's mom's right there, bro. There it is, man. Jeez. First employee. My very first employee. So, so did you have the conversation with mom? I said, mom, I have my son hat on, and mom, I have my boss hat on. Yes. Did you have the conversation yet? That's the, that's the night that we had the conversation when we went to Chicago. Hi, we went, that's awesome, bro. We went to a Chicago Cut Steakhouse. So six, six-ish years later, uh, my mom calls me, I think on the 15th, yeah. and she says, hey, um, I can't, just got out of the cardiologist's office and I got some news for you. I'm like, okay, what's the news? Um, he gave me the green light to finally fly again. I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? She's like, I can finally go back to my home country and visit my family. I can finally travel and come see you without the hassle of having to jump on a Greyhound. So I, I decided to one-up my mom, yeah. and I, I knew I needed help. I, I just, I, I've always had the dream of, um, being able to give back to my mom, to my father. Unfortunately, my father passed away in 2016, so that's long gone when it comes into the physical aspect. But for my mother, I know that I can still do so much for her now that you know she's at an age where she has a lot more time for herself. Mm-hmm. And now that the cardiologist gave her a green light, I decided, you know, wh- why not, you know, make take this as an opportunity for my mom to fly with me anywhere that I go, whether it's across the country or around the world. So I decided to get in contact with my CPA. He's like, dude. Just she's a ten nine nine. Make her fill out a uh, W nine. <laughs> send it over to me, and we'll make her official within twenty four hours. So Oop, there it is. Sign the paperwork um, that night. When's the last at, time I filled out any tax form? W two, W nine. My mom. Crazy, huh? Years. Been a minute. So the thought of being able to, your first hire to be your mother in your own business, and the thought of being able to travel with your mother and take her to places she's never been to before. Because my mom yeah. didn't really travel much, and then being able to fund that through your business, yeah. and th- at the same time pay her out biweekly for what she's doing for sure. Me. I think that's any son's dream to be able to hire mom, pay your mom, and then have her experience the entire world. Yeah. So that's yeah. definitely a blessing. I'm excited for Dude, that. I love it, man. I know when my mother uh, first got in, started getting involved with me in business, it was just for her just to kind of see what I was doing. Yeah. You know, it was just something that, uh, what's my son doing? Cause you know, you know, her, her thought was, you know, his retirement is my retirement yeah. or unretirement. Right, right, right. And so it's interesting because my mother has been part of my journey too, as well as an entrepreneur. And uh, the team loves taking pictures of my mom in the office. I've seen that on Instagram. Right? Yeah. See, they, they see my mom. And like, what, what is this woman taking notes for? She's not building a base shop, but my mom's growing. She's, she's, she's getting so much out of just being around the environment, which we're going to be talking here in a minute. Let, let's see if I can find this picture here. The team taking pictures of my mom just taking notes. She's just like in the notes, like studying. Okay, here we go. Uh, can we show my screen, Jordan? There it is. Look it's at that. And look at my mom. Intense. Focused. Got a notebook in hand. My mom's in her late 70s. Wow. Name tag. Dressed. Ready to rock. Sitting all amongst the young people. That's what my mom would say. You know? She's yeah. in t- So, bro, shout outs to our moms. Shout out to my mom. Congratulations to you, bro. Thanks, brother. I know that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. I know how that feels, brother. Yeah. So, how about you? Would you love to hire your mom, your dad, children? In business, well, make sure you follow this podcast and you should follow our YouTube channel, both Millionaire Goals Podcast as well as the Seven Figure Squad, because we're going to be breaking down those type of topics. Because if you're going to hire somebody, why not your family? Mm. Uh, if you're going to build wealth, why not build wealth with your family? 
And some of you say, well, Matt, you don't, you don't understand my family. You don't understand my family. I know. That's where you need to grow. Yeah. That's where we need to grow. It's not like he did, did this overnight. It's like I did this overnight. But ultimately, what's your vision for your family? And maybe in your family, it needs to be healing. Because if you have a hard time extending grace and love to the people that uh, you're connected with by DNA, it's, uh, it's, um, it's much more difficult to have those external, in my opinion, uh, my experience, it's been harder to, if you don't have those internal relationships forgiven and loved in a very deep way, it's going to be very much harder for you to extend it externally. And so um, I'm excited for you, bro. So, uh, all right. So we have a show ahead for you today. Um, what's the power of sitting in a high, produ- you know, a high productive environment? What's the benefit? If you come into a high productive environment, and you're just kind of like some Joe Schmo. What does it mean to you if you step into a high productive environment? We'll talk about that. Talking about what the five million dollar retirement looks like. Speaking of retirement, what Dr. Michael Burry, known from the movie The Big Short, mm. the guy that bet against the stock market in 07, 08, 09, who called the Great Recession. When everybody says everybody's gonna always pay the mortgage, everybody's always gonna pay the mortgage. Next thing you know, mortgage backed securities got exposed. Credit default swaps is something that he that he um, invented. And next thing you know, Dr. Michael Burry makes billions off the stock market losing. And uh, guess what? He just made another bet. We'll talk about that. Uh, a realtor misused money to splurge on homes, cars, cosmetic surgeries, and gets a three-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Uh, New York and California losing $92 billion in revenue and tax revenue, as well as asset management firms moving their firms out of New York, California, even Chicago mm-hmm. moving out over one to two trillion dollars being lost of assets under management in those respective states, and what does that mean to the surrounding uh, neighborhoods? Um, we got some videos to talk about Amber Rose and Jesse Lee Peterson. The difference between a slut, slut. You should see the way this guy says the, the word slut. And Jackie Chan, believe it or not, doesn't even know who the Kardashians are. He was uh, he was having a conversation. And how long does it really take Milton to build muscle? Mm. So, um, is there any particular uh, topic you want to unpack? Yeah, there's uh, actually two uh, topics. <laughs> We have uh, two videos linked to each topic. I want to I want to speak about how everything going on in Canada is starting to affect the U.S. Everything so, that's going on in the Los Angeles, New York, and also now in Chicago is starting to affect the U.S. When it comes down to the mask mandate, are we going to be back in session? And if we come back in session, how are we going to prepare for another shutdown if it ends up happening? And are you sure that your career, your job, is pandemic? Mask mandates again? Mask mandates, baby. And number two, for all my gentlemen out there who are either in relationships or you're still single and trying to figure out who the one is, how for even the ladies for this one as well, as a man, how do you become the ultimate <sighs> communicator so that you can conquer the art of communicating with a woman? And ladies, how to be able to decipher the communication skills and how we communicate so that way you don't get upset whenever we try to explain yeah. ourselves to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to get this out of my chest. I'm glad you brought up mask mandates. Listen, if you feel safer having a mask on, well, do it. If you feel safer with the vaccine, do it. But don't force anybody to do it. That's against American principles. That's not what America is about. We're not here to have everybody say, hey, you need to do it. By the way, it's a mandate. It's not law. And the scare part is Amazon uh, is selling masks. Whole Foods is selling masks. Hollywood now is demanding masks. Atlanta movie companies demanding masks. Federal government buying quote-unquote supplies. Rutgers now is demanding masks. Guys, is something coming? It could be. And so all I'm saying is this. If you feel safer with a mask on and taking a vaccine, do it and do it for yourself. What do we learn? What do we all learn from having this tyranny, this government trying to push everything, people losing their jobs, their businesses, being set back two, three years in their current endeavors, losing their life savings, all to realize what? A lot of this stuff is bogus. What we call it is a pandemic, scamdemic, a lot, of people, a lot of stuff is bogus. A lot of it was a lot of waste and a lot of unnecessary laws being passed to make you feel this small. Listen, America, we are Americans. We had fought in a revolution. Our country fought to start this country to get away from tyranny, to get away from the redcoats, so therefore we can be patriots. And so if you're in a situation where you feel safer, great, do it yourself. But when it comes to pushing it on people for the quote-unquote public good or Signing a social contract? Listen, man, I don't know, man. That's not America. If that's if that's you, knock yourself out. But don't push it on other people. And definitely, government, don't push this on us. And so, if that's happening, we've been the last two, three, four years. We've been talking about: Is your career recession proof? Is your income recession proof? 
Are, are you are you pandemic proof? Are you lockdown proof? Again, if this is coming again, watch out. Stand by to stand by. What's your what's your thoughts on? But this is person. This pissed me off. So I'm assuming we start on, on that specific topic. Uh, I sent you a link that we can pull it up on on the screen. It will be on the very first one from the notes. It's a uh, post that uh, Valley Tamin posted, and I want to go based off of that. Um, but going going and speaking about the the uh, mandate and the, sh- uh, the lockdown that we had last time, Matt. One of the things that I've noticed that it affected a couple things in our in 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 our lives. It was our economy, our mental well beings, and it also affected uh, our livelihoods. From the economy. We, 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 we noticed that there was a recession within it, resulting in widespread business closures, reduced consumer spending. It disrupted supply chain, decreased economic activity. It also increased unemployment and also affected our market, so which also affects our pockets. Now, when it comes down to our well-being, one of the things that we also noticed and a lot of psychologists noticed is that it, it increased isolation and stress. It increased the anxiety, the feeling of anxiety and the feeling of depression, which also led to, unfortunately, a lot of suicides. And it also disrupted routine, which also disrupts a lot of your mental health. So, Matt, from you being in the field that you're in, around the entrepreneurs that you're around, and uh, the people of the status that you're around consistently, um, I, I, I noticed that a lot of what was going on during that time that a lot of regular nine-to-five people were being affected by, you and your, you and your company, the company that you're with, wasn't really affected. You guys were consistently working through the entire thing, seven days a week, following the same routine. Nothing changed for you guys. So the fact that nothing changed for you guys, there must be a hack or there must be something that you guys have or you guys must be doing something or following a specific principle that someone else can attain or they can perceive, they can change the pers- uh, their perspective on how to attain money, how to create avenues of income for themselves. Because obviously a lot of these people who were affected, including myself during that time, mm-hmm. um, you know, our jobs weren't pandemic proof, they weren't recession proof, and they weren't lockdown proof. So that being said, someone who's watching right now and who's nervous about another lockdown, whether you're a small business owner or someone who has a nine to five job and you're barely making ends meet, and you know that if there's another sh- a lockdown or there's another mass mandate where you're limiting, restricting on the amount of work that you have, you know economically you're going to suffer. So, so someone watching you right now saying, help me, what are my next steps? What can I do in this world? By the way, before I jump into that, uh, Jordan, can you show my screen? A lot of conversation about masks. It says, research shows that under most circumstances, mask wearing has no significant adverse health effects on the people who wear them. Masks are primarily intended to stop people from spreading droplets that contain the virus, which is essentially important, especially important for people who are asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic. These people may feel well and may not know they're infectious. Okay? <clears throat> While all masks provide some level of protection, properly fitted masks provide the highest level of protection. Wearing a highly protective mask are important for higher risk situations. Uh, 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 community mask wearing is an effective non-medical way to reduce the spread of this infection. It's effective in preventing some spread or getting the virus. Okay, so this is come from the Delaware uh, website because I just Googled, did mask work with COVID? All right, did it, did it help slow, did it help slow <clears throat> uh, uh, masks? Uh, the, wearing the mask, did it help slow COVID? All right, um, see, so this is the CDC. CDC that you should wear the protective mask that you wear that you wear regularly fits well and comfortable. Um, they recommend wearing a face mask in public. Massages are a bit difficult for people at high risk of serious illness. Um, for people at high risk, okay, so they're suggesting uh, this mask. But also, what do we also discover? That the, the, the droplets and the virus actually goes through the mask. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like um, it's like having a chain link fence and you're shooting BB guns through it. It'll, it'll get through. Regardless. Right, regardless. You know, the whole social distancing thing. So to answer your question, what did we discover was valuable during COVID, during the lockdowns? Toilet paper was valuable. I mean, you know, joke or no joke, toilet paper was valuable. Uh, disinfectant was valuable. Weights were valuable. Remember when I attempted to buy weights? How expensive oh, buying weights were? Benches yeah. and home gyms. Expensive. That's when Peloton and Mirror uh, exploded. Yeah. Um, anything related to convenience. How about being a, a, a delivery driver? Because the, the restaurants weren't having people sit down. They depended a lot on the delivery driver. So you might go out and say, hey, listen, push comes to shove. And you might create a side business. And listen, everybody depending on DoorDash. But if you say, hey, you're a restaurant, I'll be your, I'll be your driver full time. Not DoorDash. It'll yeah. save the restaurant money and you'll make more money. You'll po- you, you can pocket the difference. Being a del- delivery driver. From a financial standpoint, stack your cash. 
In addition, that stacked precious metals. Uh, I'm constantly buying gold and, and silver. By the way, I've got nothing to sell you because I don't have a sponsor here or, or a link to sell you, but I'm, I'm a big avid believer in, in cash, precious metals. We even bought uh, things that might be of value to people, weapons. Um, whether you use knives and, and guns, weapons is very, because it makes people safe. Those ammunition mm-hmm. was very expensive. There, there's an uptick in, 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 in ammunition. So if you can legally purchase a, a weapon, arm up. Uh, uh, the time to not buy it is when everybody's wanting to buy it. Yeah. The time was to buy it was a year ago, two years ago. So getting ahead of this. So so you say, okay, so I'm a, you say, you know, buy uh, metals, gold, silver, everything does it could be of value to people. Yeah. But now that sounds great for people who are making money, who have two incomes coming in, whether it's wife, wife and husband, and they're doing well for themselves. But what about the people who are barely making a buy? What do you suggest for them to do? How can, how can they make sure that you know, Joe Schmo is ensuring that his entire family is going to be okay and secure when it comes down to food protection and also have any stream of income, have an, have any stream of income coming in their way um, and still being able to make ends so, meet during the pandemic. So you're just talking, talking about income, not about yeah. buying resources. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, for example, you know, cleaning services were very, cleaning businesses were jumping. Yeah. I mean, uh, people that were buying masks and selling masks, uh, they, they made a living of convenience. So yeah. uh, however you can help people's lives. So jot down the three, four, five biggest challenges people had during COVID. Mm. And so find those problems. An entrepreneur solves problems. So if you find out the three, four, five different problems, it takes a little bit of research on your end, a little bit of thought process on your end. But how were you inconvenienced through COVID? How were you inconvenienced? How were you set back? Maybe you were a teacher. Maybe you can create education tutoring services. That's when you started your business, mm-hmm. going from working at the gym to now becoming your own personal trainer and visiting people's homes. Mm-hmm. If I'm a barber, if I want to become a barber, Maybe right now is learn how to get some barber skills. Barbers are getting paid a lot of money. What I realized about pandemic and, and lockdowns and recession, people still want to get their hair done. Yeah. So find all those three, four, five ways that people have a rougher life and have more problems during lockdowns and how you can provide a service to solve those problems and make their lives easier. So it sounds like the main two, if you want to start your own business or consider going into business for yourself, if there is an upcoming pandemic and you want to start now, start a small cleaning service, a cleaning company service with, businesses. with your yeah. friends, family. Yeah. Or also become some form of del- uh, delivery driver. Look into a- a- any of those door, de- what is it, DoorDashes, Uber Eats, all, yep. those, all, all those companies. Or as you said, go directly into like big restaurants or even grocery stores mm-hmm. and figure out a way how to become a delivery driver. Because sometimes people don't want to use DoorDash. Yeah. Some people just want to call the restaurant directly. Because yeah, DoorDash be taxing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so now yeah. if you have your own delivery driver, the restaurant's saving money. Yeah. Because they're not having to split the with middleman. Right? right. And and then and then the driver makes money because yeah. they're not splitting with DoorDash either. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, DoorDash was created because businesses couldn't afford to have their own delivery driver. Yeah. But when crisis happened like this, people contract, people want those services, so as the supply and demand goes up, there's not enough supply of drivers, or you can f- provide a cheaper supply of drivers, mm-hmm. maybe direct drivers for that restaurant, that could be an opportunity too. But the thing you got to factor in, we're in tearing your car and potentially higher gas prices. In your, in, specifically for yourself, how you decipher whether your business is actually pandemic proof? How do you decipher yeah, that? Yeah, find out what happened to you. Remember what happened to you? Were you depending on Social Security checks and were you depending on COVID checks? Were you depending on unemployment checks? If you were, you're not pandemic proof. Mm-hmm. If you took out COVID-19 uh, uh, PPP loans, oh, those loans yeah, yeah. you're not pandemic proof. We never took pay, uh, PPP loans. We didn't take any government handout. Uh, actually, we qualified for the ERC credit, the uh, employee retention credit that the government's given out because we didn't employ. Matter of fact, we expanded our staff. You've seen our staff. Yeah. We, we've expanded our staff. We've expanded the people that work with us and for us during COVID. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, people thought, oh, life insurance is going to go on around. People aren't going to buy life insurance. You know what we figured out during COVID? We were buying a insurance. spike in life insurance purchases because people realized, damn, I might die one day. Yeah. Just like people that have a yearly reminder that they have to file taxes. This is a reminder that, you know what, at mass, at scale, people said, you know what, something might happen to me today. So if you didn't buy life insurance, buy it now. So if, if you're worried about these, by the way, don't, you don't have to buy it from me just, just because I own a life insurance company. Go find somebody that can run you a, a decent quote about life insurance because life insurance today is extremely cheap. Master P, we had him on a, 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 in our event earlier this year. And lots of people never thought they can get, get a, if you're young in age and healthy, they never thought for 50 bucks a month, you can get a $1 million policy. I got my agents at the office all day long writing quotes for people, 10, 15, 20 year, 30 year term policies, 50 bucks, 25, 75 bucks a month. Let's, let's say less than hundred bucks a month. They can get anywhere between a $500,000 and a million dollar policy if they're healthy and they're, they're in good, you know, um, height and weight uh, type of standards. And you pay with your age, right? The younger you are, the more, the more money you can get out the of The younger this. you are, the healthier you are, that's when you get a lot of life insurance. 
the older you are and less healthy you are, the more ailments you've had, not not so good. For any agent watching this right now, and from from you know coming from from your end, there must be a way that these agents who are who are licensed through whatever state can grab this information, knowing that the younger you are, the less you pay. How can they penetrate the schooling system where they can actually go teach this kind of literacy to high schools, yep. to colleges, you, you know, whether it's you know, from freshman all the way to senior and then also in colleges, how, what strategies can they actually utilize to actually, I don't want to say convince, but be able to collaborate with these schools so that way they can educate these students and also open doors and expand their, you know, their sure. knowledge on life to, insurance. To get through a government agency, to get to sit, talk to the military guys, to talk to the schools, to talk to the teachers, to people that work for the government, is gonna be next to impossible to get in there on the blessing and endorsement of the school. Cause they, they've got, they got the red tape. They got their boys they're taking care of. They got the good old boy system, right? They got the people they're taking care of. I got kicked out of military base cause I was giving financial education class and I'm a veteran. But I was told the base commander says you can't have anybody here but this financial firm, but this firm, USAA, First Command Financial, because they got the good old boy sh- uh, handshake behind closed doors and they're the only ones that can c- come into the market. Uh, and so, you, uh, so those are some of the companies as an example. Teachers, same thing too as well. Western and Southern, they get the handshake deal, right? So uh, uh, unions, uh, 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 torch mark companies, uh, AIL, they get the handshake deal. So only they can go in and talk to those folks. There's less competition. So you're saying become friends with the school board, superintendents, and union leaders. But it's too late though. Yes. The long game is yes. Yes. But the short game is what's teaching, how to shortcut it. What teacher do you know that has influence amongst the teachers? and then get in during a teacher's institute day in a non-official capacity, say, let's talk about financial literacy. By the way, that's how I cut my teeth in 24 years in the insurance business. I get invited to churches, schools, police departments, uh, firehouses. That's how I met Sheena. Yeah. I, got, I talked to a Stroger Hospital, formerly known as Cook County Hospital, yeah. because it was Nurses Week. So instead of being endorsed by the city of Chicago, I got endorsed by a client Right, and then she led me to another client. Led me to another client. Why one of those clients? My mom. She led me to uh, Cindy Montgomery. Cindy Montgomery said, hey, "Listen, he needs to come here, put a booth up during Nurses Week to talk about financial stress." So I split that booth up with a buddy of mine. He's a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Health stress, health stress test, financial stress test. And in that process, during the the workshops for Nurses Week, I got to talk about the five gotchas of money. That's how I met Sheena. When you asked her if she wanted her back manipulated, that's correct. Yes, and took out the. Uh, yeah. So, so bottom line, network. Network. Know how to network, That's but also correct. know what you're providing, what kind of value you're going to provide before you actually start networking. So you're gonna, if not, gonna be stumbling over your words. So network is the bottom line. Yeah. For example, like uh, our guys in the NFL, my guys want to get you know, uh, more uh, NFL clients, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go through the union, the NFLPA, pay your five thousand dollars a year and go through an extreme background check, mm-hmm. but that's not a guarantee that you're gonna get NFL clients. The uh, the people that get the clients are, okay, you talk to, uh, 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 you get to know somebody at the local gym, you befriend a, a football player, and if he brings you into a circle, you can see what you can do for him, blah, 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 you do right by him, you honor the relationship, you, you show extreme gratitude, they just might refer you to other people, yeah. right? So you get known around the locker room, not necessarily known around the union. And Miriam just said September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. So Coming actually, up next month. It's actually a good month to actually apply some of these principles yep. that Matt's speaking about. So don't be, if you're watching this and you're in that in this, in this industry, do not be scared of network. That's literally you're one person away from. I don't. Want, how do you say it? close the deal? How, how do you verbalize it? Yeah, listen. We close always say you're, one, you're, you're only one one conversation away from being financially independent. Yeah, one conversation. That's it. One conversation from exploding your business. That's keep going, keep working. For example, yeah. today one of my guys is having a hard time uh, growing his business, so I asked him a very very simple question: What's your daily, weekly marketing and prospecting plan? I still haven't gotten a text message back. Doesn't have one. He's winging it. And you know who you are watching this podcast, if you watch my podcast. You know you're winging your business if you don't have a daily and weekly and monthly marketing plan. I've already got my marketing plan set up for 2024. I know I'm going to announce it at our February event. I know I'm going to announce uh, here in 919. So I've got the things lined up ahead of because I'm thinking like a CEO. I'm not talking, thinking like a sales guy. Just looking to try to fill a quota. You got to elevate your business from thinking just like a sales guy to becoming a sales leader, to becoming a business owner, to becoming a CEO. That's the progression. Just because you put CEO on your business card doesn't mean you're a CEO. You got to be driven by your next innovative campaigns. You got to be driven by your operations and your systems and process. You got to be in, driven by your leadership development. You got to be uh, driven by, by uh, um, uh, your networking and, and having a solid marketing plan. So these are things to grow your business, something to think about as you're scaling from somebody making 50000 a year, 100000 a year, 250000 500000 to 
to seven figures, eight figures. I want to ask you a question though. Hit me. So there's a video um, speaking about health. Um, because a lot of guys, we, we did push-ups on uh, Tuesday at our office, right? Mm-hmm. You know how we, we did, I had Charlie Kirk do yeah. push-ups uh, in front of uh, oh, 10,000. Yeah, yeah. we, we, we're getting it up. Okay. It's going to be up by tomorrow. Um, one of the guys uh, uh, mentioned to me yesterday, last night, says, Matt, you know, we had us do push-ups on, on, uh, on Tuesday. Bro, I'm, uh, last, last, uh, sa- sorry, last Saturday, and it was Tuesday night last night, he said, bro, I'm still sore. Bro, we only did 22 push-ups. Wow. One to 20, and bro, I'm still sore. Bro, you act like you act, had a workout. So, you know, we, we talk about men being strong and, and uh, there's nothing wrong with being masculine. And it doesn't necessarily mean toxic. Just because you're masculine doesn't mean it's toxic. Mm-hmm. You're a man. Mm-hmm. Express yourself. So uh, a lot of men, however, are very frustrated. They go to the gym, don't get any results. That's why people quit the gym on New Year's resolution, quit the gym by, by March. So mm-hmm. there's this video here that I want your opinion on of the reality of how long it actually takes to build strength and muscle. Can we take a look at the video? Building muscle naturally takes years. Even if you did everything perfectly and were doing 90% of the work required, it would take a minimum of two to three years of consistency to achieve your goal physique, even with great genetics. And the average person only does 50% of the work inconsistently. Only 50% of the work inconsistently. You know why? Because they don't got a trainer, baby. They don't got a trainer. They got a coach. They don't got a plan. You need, you, need, you need somebody to hold you accountable. I was telling the guys, listen, if I go to the gym and I'm having accountability, I get bored at the gym. Yeah. Because when I go to the gym, I want to make sure I go to the gym and that's the one hour or two hours a day that I don't have to think about anything. All the decisions I, I got to make as a dad, as an entrepreneur, I don't want to think about what's my next exercise or what's my na- how should I progress, eccentric, co-centric, whatever the words you use when you're training. And by the way, guys, I highly recommend you hire a trainer that went to public school that doesn't know how to count. Right here. Shout out, this, this shout out Proviso West this, High School. This, this yeah. guy right here, this guy. <laughs> Hillside, Illinois, Proviso West Township, shout so out. What, what's your opinion on, on two to three years of build muscle? Well, it, it takes time, man. Just like when you're trying to construct a, a big Lego set. I'm not sure if you do that with JoJo or, mm-hmm. or, or um, sure. uh, um, Brain Fart. JoJo and- uh, Jordan. Jordan, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jo- JoJo or Jordan. It takes time. Or even watching a small plant grow. It takes time. When you exercise, not to get too in depth, in depth with this so people can actually understand it, you create these tiny tears in your muscles that your body fixes over time, which makes them a lot stronger. And it takes two, three years to see significant uh, muscle changes, uh, but it's in combination with being able to eat well, sleep enough, which will help the process, aka the recovery. Just like with uh, patients and care, your muscles will become stronger and cool over time. But there are actually a couple things that you need to understand that it takes to build muscle. It takes time. That's an obvious thing. Number two, it takes effort. You need to put in the effort in the in the gym. You need to be able to challenge them when you're in the gym as well. That's why hiring a trainer or having a workout buddy that keeps you accountable or mm-hmm. is there to push you for the extra two three uh, two three reps is going to also help you. The materials that are that are needed, supplementation and food, knowing what to eat, when to eat it, how to eat it is definitely very very important. There is such thing as quality foods versus foods that you can consume and they're not as as high in quality as they should be. As I'm staring myself in this camera, that looks kind of nice, man. You see that? Get some, baby. You see that, right? Get some. Look at that. What do you think, Jordan? Decent? All right. No, yes, it, nice. Very nice. All right. And, sorry. <laughs> the last three, consistency. A lot of people expect out of breath. muscle growth. A lot, I was flexing really hard. <laughs> you ran out of breath. It's been a while Double bicep post. Consistency. A lot of people think that within two, three months. That's a big one. I had a client of mine walk in a couple days ago. Say, man, Milton, I just, I don't get it. I've been working out for two weeks. I just, I don't understand. I don't see progress. I'm like, let me ask you, Joe Schmo, how long did it take you to get to this position you're in? What do you mean? Yeah, how long did it take you to get to the weight that you're in, that you're at right now? Uh, it took me about 20 years. So you expect to lose the weight and gain muscle in two weeks and reverse uh, reverse uh, the, the, the negativity that you added onto your body over these last 20 years in two weeks. It's not going to happen. So you need consistently. Yeah. You, need to, you need to be able to consistently be adaptable. Mm-hmm. So if your body's sore or if... You're an entrepreneur who's consistently getting your, your schedule changed. You need to learn to adapt. When people have a set schedule and something knocks them off their schedule, they immediately get discouraged. They say, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm sick. I got kids now. I got a job now. They make all these excuses when in reality, they need to learn how to be adaptable. And the final thing is have a plan. Like I tell all my clients, reverse engineering is one hell of a thing when it comes down to physical goals. Have a plan. Understand what your goal is. The problem is, Matt, a lot of people start at the very beginning and walk towards a plan without knowing how to get there at first. Mm-hmm. But when you want to actually get to the goal and attain it, create, create a goal, start at the goal, 
reverse engineer it, aka start there, walk back to the very beginning, understanding every step that you need to take to get to that point, and then walk back towards the goal, and you'll have a lot more success in your endeavors when it comes down to this. One of my, one of my biggest motivations of, of wanting to get back in a gym outside of the personal reasons of the aesthetic yeah. reasons, right? To, to look a certain way. Yeah, that was really a third or fourth reason. But I realized that, brother, my, my knees were shot, 17 years of gout, inflammation, scar tissue, two torn patella tendons, 40% torn without getting surgery after leaving the military. I'm in bad shape. I never went to my VA to get benefits or surgery. And I really didn't take care of myself for 17 years, 18 years post leaving the military. And so 2019, I'm sitting, talking talk about an environment. We're going to talk about an environment here in a second. But I sat next to Phil Heath, Mr. Seven-Time Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Right? So uh, I wonder if I have the picture here. Uh, and I sat next to Phil Heath, okay? And I'm, I'm sitting next to this guy, and he's, take, he's taking notes, right? Um, can we uh, share my screen? Okay, so I sit next to Phil Heath. Right? This is at the vault. 2019. 20, 2019. <laughs> right, look at this guy. Seven-time Mr. Olympia. The only person to do that uh, was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He did, he, uh, he did it seven times. Um, and so I'm, I'm sitting next to him, right, um, at the vault. Let me see if I can show another picture. There it is. Taking notes, okay? And his forearms, as he was taking notes, was jumping. I thought, bro, what do you have in your forearm? Is it like a hamster? You got like a hamster in your forearm, right? He's looking at my notes. We're sharing notes. I'm watching his forearm taking notes, right? And so, anywho, after this, I said, something's got to change in my life. Something's got to change. I mean, look, look at me. I, I, I can't remember last year. Yeah, 2009. That's the, that's the last year I wore that suit. Do you have any update pictures of you? <laughs> I know you do. What's that? Any update pictures of yourself? Any update pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you do. So, so we got that reality. It was like, I need to be different. Because now, Jordan was just born. And I realized this kid's about to be running one day. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't run after this kid. I can't chase him. Mm-hmm. I can't run. And so that was my motivation to get my, and on top of that, my business, I need to feed, feed my other baby, which is my business, my bay shop, my new Carrollton office. Yeah. I need, I need energy. These guys got me running to 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I can't be the guy who comes home at 9, 10 o'clock, falls asleep. Sometimes I need, need to go to 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock at night because certain things just need to be buttoned up. And people say, well, is it worth it? Balance, Matt, balance. Yeah, okay. I wasn't balancing my checkbook yeah. for sure. I was constantly in a negative. So we want balance, great. But my income, that wasn't balanced. And me as a, Dad, as a father, not being able to be able to provide and protect, mm. there was no balance. Because I was out of balance. Remember when you asked me to get, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound weird me I said this. You had me do a work, I said, you said, get on your knees. In a non-homosexual way. He <laughs> said, get on your knees, man. And I'm like, what? And uh, anyway, make a long story short, man. I just realized the other day, I can say this because, you know, I'm married. But, uh, you know, my wife and I were having, you know, extracurricular activities. And I realized, damn, I got into position. I realized I can get in because my knees weren't hurting. <laughs> Shout out Milton. <laughs> but at the same Shout time, too, I, the last thing I was thinking about was Milton at that time. I was like, thank God my knees are, are operating this way, man. Wasn't that why your back was also killing you when we first started? Oh, since it, you, you've been the, dragging around that th- your third leg all the time? <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. By the way, how, my, my back, you, you train my back. My back's still an issue. Yeah. So it's still an issue. So we're still we're still working on my back, but that's taken years. Yeah, your back your back's messed up because what you do for a living. Yeah, that too. And, Every- you're, and he's constantly having me. Uh, he's constantly having me uh, stretch. And every, before we bring our workout, you you I call it the people's elbow. Every you single know? person in your company in your hierarchy is considered a tight ass because literally. we're sitting down all the time, metaphorically and literally. Jordan, can you check your email real quick? I, I sent you a video. I want to see if we can play. But yeah, everybody. So what can you tell folks? that are in sedentary careers and jobs. For example, we're always in a boardroom. We're, dr- we're driving to and from an appointments. We get to the appointment, we're sitting in the client's house, we're sitting in the, the boardroom at the office we're at. So we're up, down, 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 up, down, 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 up, down. How can we have, how, how can we have a better back issues and not have such a tight ass? Release two things, activate one thing. You need to be able to stretch your, uh, stretch your glutes, not your cheeks, your glutes. You need to be able to stretch them. Stretch your glutes maybe two, three times a day. Uh, number two is also being able to release your hips. And if you have one of those, so- want to play? Want to 
Want to play? Yeah, keep, keep going. Okay. When we're done. Uh, be able to release your hips. If you have a, uh, it's called a soul right, P-S-O, P-S-O, right, R-I-T-E. You can find that on Amazon. If you have one of those soul right tools, tools, it will help you release your psoas muscle, which also causes lower lower back issues. So releasing your glutes and releasing your, your, hip, flex, your hip flexors and your psoas will help you release that tension, which will also release your lower back. And also, I even though a lot of people, on contrary to belief, being able to strengthen your core and also your lower back, your erectors, is very, very important. So that way you can protect your back and yeah. bulletproof it long term. So there's a reason I took this video. We're about to see this video here. Oh the reason why I want to stay in shape. I got home 9, 10 o'clock at night. I realized that Jordan's still awake. But what are you doing still awake? You're going to be in bed. Yeah. But this kid just loves it when I, when I just wrestle him before he goes to bed mm-hmm. so I, to set up this video i come home i see my kid just waiting for me i'm not i haven't ate yet i haven't ate all day you know it's sometimes bad and, and i'm like you know what this kid wants me to chase him so let's let's take a look at this video what happened when i come home this boy for your dinner let's get chased jordan three two That's why I want to work out, bro. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I want to work out, man. That's it. That's my motto. What's your motto? You're watching this. What's your motivation getting working out? Outside just you aesthetically looking. That's gonna come. That's a byproduct of you getting in shit. But what it's what it's what's your you know, we say this in finance all the time. What's your why? Why do you want to get in shape? Once once you're clear about that and you put that destination in your physical GPS, not just your financial GPS, and then ask you what? You put the address in the GPS, you ask you want to get there fast, you want to not take tolls, or you want to get there slow. Your choice of how you want to get there towards your physical goals. Because I tell you this, Deion, Deion Sanders said this when we were interviewing him. Says if you look good. You look, if you look good, you play good. You play good, they pay you good. And they pay you good, that's all good. Was that good enough, Deion Sanders? Uh, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. One to 10, tell me, one to 10 uh, rate. All right, let's, let's move on to another topic here. Um, speaking, of, speaking of our physical bodies, uh, Amber Rose, um, uh, who did she used to date? She did Kanye, right? I think she's uh, Kanye. Khalifa. Okay. Who's Khalifa? Yeah, him, yeah. okay. So she's she's dated a lot of she's dated a lot of guys. Yeah. And she's got a slut walk in LA. So she gets on she gets on this uh podcast with Jesse Lee Peterson, and they're debating. She is obviously a woman, she's a feminist. Mm-hmm. Jesse Lee Peterson is conservative as they, as you can get. Probably I would, a lot of people say he's right wing, even though he's black, raised in Alabama during the Drum Crow era. Older guy. So here's his opinion and her opinion of what a slut is. Let's take a look at this video. Going out on a date with a guy makes me a slut, then that's just what I'm going to be. I don't think going out on a date makes you a slut, but having sex with different men makes you, makes you a slut. Well, what does it make you if you have sex with different women? A slut maker. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get canceled. No. We're going to get canceled, please. We mean not. We don't mean to offend anybody watching this. If you if 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 you are in multiple open ended relationships that you feel that you can sleep around with a lot of people, and you resonate with this and relate to this, we ask for forgiveness. We didn't mean to call you a slut. But is there a double standard? Right? There's a double standard with men. There's a double standard with that. And then people say, "Well, that's the way it is." Matt, you break down King Solomon on Ecclesiastes and Proverbs every Sunday night on YouTube channel. He had 700 wives. He had 300 300 side chicks. He had thousands of kids. I know. I know. You know, his father, he had mighty men. What did King Solomon have? He had mighty women. But what happened at the end of his life? We're going under Ecclesiastes right now. What happened? King Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, it was all meaningless. It was all meaningless. It's like chasing after the wind. A life without a God-centered eternal perspective is meaningless. So yeah, you can, you can have a very expensive dating life. And you could be a slut, and you could be a slut maker, you can be a slut yourself, whatever you want to call it, both sides. Knock yourself out. I promise you this. If you want to be a slut, you want to be a slut maker, I promise you this. Financially speaking, you're getting nowhere. 
It's very expensive to go out and date and have multiple relationships. Have a, and the physical taxing, the mental taxing of having multiple relationships, thinking that they won't know unless it's an open relationship. And do you really trust an open relationship? How can you trust an open relationship? Once I have a physical image of what my wife looks like, I can never see her again if she was to sleep with somebody else or even kiss somebody else or even flirt with somebody else, right? In passing with somebody else. If I see that once, done. I'm done. Over, right? By the way, Sheena knows that and she, she knows that about me too as well. We, we have those boundaries established to honor each other. You know, Charlie Kirk says, when, when uh, you get married, a man dresses in a black tux or else when he dies, he He's in a black tux. Why? Because he's died to his former self because now he's serving his wife. He's serving his family. He's serving his, his ancestors. He's serving this descendants. He's deserving this purpose that God has in his life. So a lot of those things you did, what, what does the scripture say? When I was a child, I thought like a child. Mm. But right? But now that I'm an adult, now I'm male, I, I can't think like that any longer. Because now I'm a man. Now I've got purpose. Now I've got a responsibility. And once you step with those responsibilities, if you want freedom in your life, guess what? There's also discipline. And if you don't want to have any discipline in life, guess what? You'll never have freedom. I, I'm, I'm still single. So I, yes, correct. Yes. I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm taking notes. I'm listening to everything you're saying. Love it. What's your thought? Yeah. Well, go ahead. No, but I, I, I wanted to tie in this, this next uh, topic to exactly what you're talking about. So for the men who relate to me or for the men who are in marriages and are in, you're pursuing someone, you're courting somebody or you're married, you're, you're dating, whatever the case may be, how do we keep a relationship, relationship nice and smooth and how do we help the women that we're pursuing uh, feel understood and heard? Because I know that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people have a hard time with, which is communication. Yep. So the question is, as a man, how do you become an ultimate communicator so that you can conquer the art of communicating when it comes down to women? And I have three things for men and maybe two things that women can use to, to decipher. And maybe- I, I, I tell you what I learned in sales. Okay. I got to figure out what language they speak. In, in, in our sales training, we have STAR training, right? Mm -hmm. S-T-A-R. Are they systematically thinking? Are they theory-oriented thinking? Are they action-oriented thinking? Or are they relationship thinking, right? S's are very organized. T's like to solve problems. A's like to take action all the time, bing, 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 right? I'm that, I'm that guy. R loves to help people, serve people, they like to hug trees. So I have to figure out how my wife is wired. And then you go to the other book, which is the five love languages. So now that you know what language she's speaking, oh. right? Now yeah. I need to speak in that language. So continue, I take it from so there. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, exactly running with that piggyback enough for that. For men, you need to be able to, and you can you know, push, give me pushback if you want to. Men, you need to be able to understand that women and, women and men don't think the same. Men think in straight lines, women tend to think in circles. What do you mm -hmm. think of that? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Men are very direct. You say something. What we say, we mean very directly. It's, it's logic. We're more with, logical. With women, yeah. it's they think in circles. Yeah. They say something, but they mean like fifteen other things. And as men, we don't we can't comprehend that. Yeah, right. We're not we're, yeah. we're not mind readers. Yep. Number two, don't assume uh, she wants her problems fixed. Most women just want to be heard. That's you being correct. married, what do you think? Oh, I asked, babe, my, my wife is uh, sounding off about something. I'm like, yeah. okay, is this the moment right now? You want to listen to me, or you want an answer? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, just hear me out. Okay, cool. Cool, no problem. All right, next one. Exactly what you just did right there. Ask questions. This is, this is one of my biggest downfalls uh, in my early 20s. Ask questions. Men, we're dealing with complex beings. Ask a lot of questions to gain <laughs> clarity. Hey, babe, what did you mean by that? How can I make you feel understood? What can I do to comfort you? And number four, piggybacking off what you said, understand what the six human needs are, especially her, where her needs are, she, need, uh, she needs met at that specific time. Is this a new situation or has it been a situation that's been dragged out for a while and how can you decipher that? How can you make her feel loved during these moments of communication and how can you make her feel heard, which is understanding her five love languages and mm -hmm. what was the first technique that you utilized? Uh, figure, out, figure out how she is wired, right? Figure yeah. out what language she speaks and then speaking that. So figure out what language she speaks, what type of personality type mm -hmm. and then speaking the language of that personality yeah. type. So for the ladies, and again, same thing for you, Matt, you let me know what you think of this. You need to understand the following if you want your relationship with your man or future man to work smoother for all the single ladies out there for the ladies who are in current relationships right now. Men work well with direct orders. You know, example, if you come with your man and tell him, it would be nice one day for this room to be painted, he's going to look around and say, yeah, it would be nice one day. And he's going to leave it at that. And in your mind, you're expecting to do that same day mm -hmm. that same week. A week's going to go by, mm -hmm. two weeks going to go by, a month's going to go by, it's not going to get done, and they're going to be upset, and he's not going to understand why you're upset two weeks down the line, and then that's where the argument comes along. Instead of saying that, versus, hey, babe, is there any way, 
can you paint the room today or on this exact date? When we receive direct orders on exactly what you want done, when you want it done, we respond a lot better. What do you think as a married man? Yeah, of course. I mean, absolutely. They're, and that's why women have also have the ten, tendency to have long lists. Yes. Right? Men, we don't have long lists. Not at all. We can't even remember what we said 30 seconds ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, by the way, that's one of the big lessons my father taught me. He didn't, he didn't teach me a lot. You know, like my father didn't really sit, sit have a lot of these one-on-one -one You know that, but yeah. uh, my, my dad being around. And uh, you watch my dad be around. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a lot of these, uh, these dialogue. I have more dialogue with Sheena's dad than I have my own dad. And, mm. you know, that's something I'm working through. That's something my dad's yeah. working through. But what he did teach me a long time ago is to listen, live a life of integrity. Mm. If you're going to say you're going to do something, don't, go do it. Otherwise, don't say it. There's more power in no than there is in yes yeah. or freedom. I mean, mm. so when, you, when you're looking at, you know, how, how we go about our relationships, right? It's, it's, uh, it's a combination of, for example, I know the way you train your clients, me, there's a certain way you, you talk. So therefore, when I explain things to you, I got to go, bah, 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 story, right? Guys like me, story, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because we're, we're, that's, that's how we perceive the world. Right. That's, that's our personality type. So final one, and, and Jordan, this is going to involve the video on why women live longer. So, and, and number two, ladies, some men can't get through a day without using brute force as an answer. And then check out this video. Which is exactly what we at John West want. Damn, bro. Is that Khabib? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is this, Tekken? Is this Tekken? Bam! <laughs> okay. You... So, <laughs> this is exactly why I feel the reason why life insurance was invented was because of men. <laughs> Us men, we don't do things very rationally sometimes. We just do a lot, a lot of it through brute force. That being said, we aren't always very bright in knowing what women want. Yeah. So don't assume that we know what it is you want. You need to be able to speak up. So yeah. don't assume your man knows what you're thinking. We aren't mind readers. Speak up and make sure you verbalize exactly what it is you want us to do and yeah. how you feel so that way we can completely understand you. And make sure you kind of break it down sometimes. Because again, yeah. men, I say, hey man, I'm feeling good or I'm yeah. feeling okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm feeling okay. Yeah. A woman tells you, hey, babe, I'm feeling okay. And then she's like, has 14 different things going on in the back of her head. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, she's okay. And you move on with your day. And the moment you move on with your day and you mm -hmm. completely ignore what she, she could potentially be going through, that's where all hair breaks loose. Yep. But you coming from a, from a married man, what do you think of that? You have to be very aware that the way you're going to approach life is not going to be hers. Because here's the thing. We've mentioned too because men don't talk to each other, and obviously there's a breakdown in communication sometimes between men, men a lot. Communication and relationship is an ongoing life thing. Mm. You're not going to be able to figure each other. Out. You got to figure out what you can tolerate, what you can't tolerate, with, with areas that you can potentially compromise with. Because I don't expect it to be my way, my way the highway. It's I got to work together with my wife too as well. It's, there's a, there's there's a give and take. Now there's certain non-negotiables. Yeah. Like for example, last night. There's certain anything that happened. I said, listen, you cross the non-go. You cannot ever talk to me like that in front of people. Not ever do that in front of people, right? And so, and so she apologized to me in private. I said, no, you can't apologize to me in private because you did. It was done in, in public, and vice versa too. I've I've offended my wife in public. I had to apologize to her in public just, because it doesn't mean anything with text message. So we can communicate, but are we communicating? We're in relationship, but are we in relationship? Those, those are the things we have to be in and also understand how we define and, and evolve. So for the people who find this to be extremely complicated and you just don't feel like going through the emotional hassle, uh, Jordan, can we go to the second video for uh, the robot? That's the second link. One, you feel wonderful. Yeah, the second link. If you think these girls are for real, take a closer look. These are masterpieces of state-of-the-art robotics technology of EX Robotics. I have already made a video on these bots. But here I would like to add a few more notable features of these robots, which makes them stand apart from their counterparts. The best part about these bots is that their skin is made of medical-grade bionic silicone, oh, which makes the skin so lifelike that they can even get goosebumps when they want Ugh. to. And not just that, these robots are made from companies' own manufactured, patented robotic bones, making them the lightest person of their kind in the world. EX Robotics aims to make customizable Bionic robots, which means you can get a robot according to your own needs and desired specifications and looks. 
if you don't want to deal with a human woman for all, all you gentlemen out there or you feel like you can't get an actual human woman, you, in the next five to ten years, you're going to have hope where you can customize your own girlfriend on how you want. Well, they have it right now. They have fake AI Instagram models yeah. that actually have an interaction with you and guys are making a ton of money off that. Could you imagine one of your one, one of your agents walks into your household one day, you guys are having an after party or you know, a housewoman or something along those lines, and one of your agents is probably going to be Laquan Butler, but one of your agents walks in uh, with- Laquan. Laquan. Walks in with a new woman. No disrespect to what he's going on right now, but a new woman. It happens to be a robot. That's weird. How how weird would it be where your BOM events Tuesdays yeah. and Saturdays yeah. now will be filled with yeah. robotic and entities? Yeah, you've given up on life, man. To manipulate things to conform to you. Uh, that's to to live your life. I get it for things around the house, but to have a relationship with something that's not even real. Oh, they have a conscious according to, uh, to the, you, you can customize them to, to speak, to think, to act how you want them to yeah, act. Yeah, but they'll never have a spirit. It's not real. Yeah. They can have artificial intelligence. But you know what I need? You, do you know why insurance people will never be replaced? Why doctors will never be replaced? Why attorneys will never be replaced? Here's why they'll never be replaced. It's not about artificial intelligence. It's about emotional intelligence. I can never believe or trust a robot. I can have a fantasy. Yeah. But I can never believe and trust or have that type of entity lead me in any aspect of my life outside of my own selfish desires behind closed doors. Yeah. So we'll never be, so yeah, part being a pandemic proof business too as well, or an artificial intelligence proof business too as well, is having something where your emotional intelligence or your life and your spirit can be expressed and lead people. That's, that's scary. By the way, I believe a lot of this for, for soldiers, Yeah. right? Soldiers, but then again, soldiers can screw up, robotic soldiers can screw up. Yeah, they may not understand what an enemy is because there's no empathy. They see a little baby, they don't see baby, they see a little person. So, mm. you know, how, how, how do you program that? You know, when you see the movie American Sniper where, where uh, uh, he was on the scope and he saw the child coming up, he took his finger off the trigger. Why? Because that's a kid. Yeah. If that's a robot, robot's not thinking that way. Rules of engagement, fire somebody who's got, that's a, that's a, that's a kid, right? That's what makes us human. And so, you know, as these things continue to evolve, watch out everybody. The real humans have an opportunity to 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 win. Just as long as you don't give these robots damn voting power. That's all I'm saying. That'd be the day. <laughs> That'd be the day. Speak, speaking of uh, this next topic here, um, I'm going to bring up uh, uh, this uh, this topic here. Uh, you need to be in a, in a better environment. I brought this up. I got this from Pastor Keith Kraft this Sunday. So if you really want to be in relationship, if you really, really want to perform, you're thinking that how, how do I get to the next level of my life? You got to find yourself in the right environment so let's take a look at this article here from kellogg this is from the kellogg school of management at uh, northwestern university in chicago where we're from and in this article it says sitting near a high performer can make you better at your job you're not a high performer but sitting near a high performer can make you better at your job researchers looked at the 25 foot radius around high performers at a large technology firm and found that these workers boosted performance in coworkers by 15 percent so just being around high performers, you're already thinking bigger. How many times have you seen our guys at, um, at our office? And they're like, yo, man, you make $100,000. Congratulations. What, our guys, because of our high-performance environment, what are I, I don't know if you've caught the side jokes that they've had when they say, okay, congratulations. By the way, if you're part of the PHP agency family, part of the Money Smart Movement, congratulations, make $100,000 a year. And then what's our follow-up statement? What's next? Right. What's next? Some people say, bro, that's my... Dream to make $100,000 a year. What do we say also? What's next? Because hundred k is minimum wage. You think, I've never made $100,000 before in my life, right? You were at the vault last year. You were on our guys. You're, you're yanking in two fifty, three hundred thousand. How did you feel around our guys making five, $500,000, a million dollars, $2 million? How did you feel? I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but yet your entire family, yeah. you're the most financially successful. I met a guy who makes what I make in a year, what he, he makes that in a day. That's yep. what I knew. Yep, I'm, I'm screwing up. There's something that I'm not doing right. Cool. So the flip side of being around high performers is you want to improve. Level up. So here's a flip side. Back to, back to the article, uh, Jordan, please. The flip side is that bad eggs impact their neighbors too. Negative spillover from so-called toxic workers is even more pronounced, sometimes having twice the magnitude of impact on profits as spillovers. So in other words, if you're on high performers, it's 15% positive. But around the wrong environment, negative 30%. So which environment 
do you want to be a part of? So if you're ever invited to come into an environment that's a bunch of high performers, you want to, you want to perform more. You know, we work out at uh, another gym on Mondays, usually because it's closer to the office phone zone. Yeah. But inside that gym, there's a bunch of high performers there, right? Physically. Physically, yeah, correct. Physically. Guys are there jacked. Women are jacked. They're pushing away. And I feel this small because I put my, you put me on that, most, what's my least favorite um, uh, exercise, that machine? You put the weights are behind me and you got me going like this. Pendulum squat? Pendulum squat. Yeah. I hate that machine. Yeah. Because I feel it in my knees all the time. Next thing you know, a woman gets on and she puts three, three damn plates. I'm like, I'm, what, what am I doing wrong, man? Like, <laughs> but what does it make me want to do? Makes me want to level up. up because this woman is kicking my tail. Okay? So if somebody asks you, hey, man, get in this environment, qualify for this. That's why we have an environment at our office at Money Smart Movement at PHP. Qualify for everything. Because when we qualify for everything, guess what happens when you're in that environment? You feel respect for being qualified to get in there. You also have respect amongst your peers. And now you have a higher level of competition. So, so the easier, the flip side to that is it was easier to do, play the blame game, play the pity party, play the entitlement game, force yourself not, not to level up. If you don't like taking feedback to improve your life, that says a lot about you. If you love taking feedback to improve your performance, that also says a lot about you. And one of the topics of conversation that a lot of people want is that uh, they want to have this retirement sooner than later. So let's take a look at this video, Jordan about something called reverse retirement. Let's take a look at this video. So the premise is they work really, really hard for a year and they saved up all the money so that for the next year they can just retire. The next year, they go back to work, minimal lifestyle, save up everything so that for the next year they can retire. They rent an RV, they don't go fly commercial, they don't fly planes, they don't stay in hotels, they stay in an RV. By the way, very cool idea. I noticed they didn't have any kids either. Yeah. What's your thoughts about reverse retirement? Well, we checking out, checking in, checking out, checking in, checking out, checking in. Honestly, I'd, I'd probably feel a little bit safer just having a remote job. I know, I, for me, I, I, again, I, I'm still- The consistency of it? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I get it, and it's great. And the idea of what they're doing is amazing. Like that's, I think, a, a dream that a lot of people want to be able to attain where you can have that financial freedom and freedom in general that you can go wherever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, at any time that you want. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's, what, that's why people work really, really hard, what you guys are doing, to buy back your time. That's what we work hard, to be able to buy back your time and do what it is you want. Some people do it because they want the freedom to do that. Mm -hmm. Some people do it because some people do it because they want to create something. And then whatever they end up creating creates more of that, mm -hmm. right? And delayed gratification. But me personally, if, I, if I'm doing that, then I want to have some form of secure remote, at least something remote where I can be like, okay, I'm in control of my income right now. If I want to make money right now, I'll go on my laptop right now and do it right now. Yeah. And I can still do that just without taking a full year off. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think if you're in that mode, you, you haven't really found out what you love to do yet. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I happen to love what I do. I happen to love what we do at the office. I happen to love what we do across the country. I absolutely love it. When we're on quote-unquote vacation or uh, tax-deductible business trips, we call them, I feel like I'm missing out. And everybody in the last day of the, the trip, you know what we're all itching for? Can't wait to get back. Mm. When you don't love what you do, guess what happens? I don't want to go back. So, which leads me to my next point. If you want to be this type of person, if you want this to make a reality, you got to have to some smart moves with your money. You're properly saving and putting in ways your money can grow. Uh, Michael Burry, if you guys don't know Michael Burry, uh, can we take, look, look at this? We'll wrap up with this one last topic. So Dr. Michael Burry is the guy that predicted the stock market crash in 07, 08, the Great Recession. At that time, people were thinking, this guy, Dr. Michael Burry, he's, you're, 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 you're nuts. He got these banks to issue basically insurance called credit default swaps that these mortgage-backed securities that they were selling on stock market which were filled with people making 15, 20, 30-year mortgages that they were, ever, they were never, ever going to stop paying their mortgage if the market, market crisis was to continue. What, what did we discover? They discovered that what? People stopped paying their mortgages. 
foreclosure rates went high. People are underwater, uh, uh, we call reverse uh, negative equity. And he made a, a ton of money, made billions of dollars on making that, making that call, making that correction. Well, we've been in the largest economic expansion in the history of the United States in the last 14 years. Make a long story short, last Monday, Dr. Michael Burry makes another bet again and says there is a stock market loss. But all the analysts say, dude, he's wrong. I don't know. When he's a guy out there that's predicted this and constantly being talked to, and he's, he's by the way, he, by nature, he's a weird guy, very smart guy. He won't make a bet like this. So he, he bet $1.6 billion against the S&P and NASDAQ last quarter. Uh, a lot of people say he's, he's a one-trick pony, and his wager's a loser, this uh, analyst Mark uh, Shaken uh, said. Uh, past bears were shrewder, more influential, and had better track records than, 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 than Burry. So he's a bear market investor. But however, this $1.6 billion, from what I understand, obviously continue, we'll continue doing research and driving deep on this topic, but apparently 90% of his portfolio is on this one bet. So he's not like trying to trickle in like this might never happen. No, he's saying I have a 90% shot that I'm putting my money where my mouth is, that this might go wrong. So in addition to what's going on with COVID, in addition to what's going on in the stock market, these are things we need to be aware of because if you have money inside your 401k plan, last year people lost 20%. This year it, it, uh, it, it's starting to tick back up again, but it's only driven by seven companies in the S&P 500. If you remove these seven companies this year in 2023 through the growth of the S&P 500, we'd have a, what, a 0.8% return in the S&P 500. The only reason why we're up this year in the S&P 500 is because of these seven companies like Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, et cetera, et cetera. So have a conversation of defense, of a defensive strategy when it comes to your savings in your retirement plans, but also have an offensive strategy is how to replace income from the circumstances we talked about earlier in the show. So that being said, what are your thoughts? On this specific topic, I'm, I'm going to act extremely ignorant and I'm going to ask you a basic question. How does the general population get affected by this? And maybe what are like three things you can actually do actively to make sure that they don't get affected by this heavily? Very simple. Last year, uh, excuse me, last recession, people lost. People, we jokingly said people's 401ks turned into 201ks. Mm. So if you got your money inside a 401k plan, you got your money inside home equity, potentially you might have a loss in all that. So I'd have a defensive strategy. I've always said this. I took this from military training. Plan for the worst, but expect the best. So even if the worst case scenario doesn't happen, you're ready for, you know what? So I'm not saying the sky is falling. That's not, that's not the way we market our, our businesses or we market our podcast. But these things is something you just need to be aware of. Because when guys like this, with this type of track record over their whole entire lifetime, makes calls like this, you got to pay attention. The whole marketplace pays attention to a guy like this. So again, have a defensive strategy. If you've been saving money, you've been paying off your house, you've been diligent in your work, you've been diligent in your savings, you've been diligent in paying your mortgage, these are assets that a lot of people build wealth in. These are assets now that you have to protect in case the worst case scenario happens because a lot of people didn't do an 07, 08, 09. By the way, I keep receipts. This is a newspaper from what, what date, uh, Milton? Uh, November? 25th, 2008. This is when Obama was making some shots. Here's his five... Uh, uh, there's five keys to get the economy back on track. This was an abysmal failure in 07, 08, 09. It was called the Great Recession. And uh, this guy right here is a picture of a guy that's losing, losing his house. So with that being said, though, it was also followed up by the greatest economic expansion in the history of America. So when noise is happening, a lot of people that are playing offense, they run towards the noise and find out what the opportunities are. They find out what the problems are. They find out what the opportunities are. When can, I, when can I apply myself? Because in those moments, the seeds of greatness and the seeds of future millionaires and billionaires are being birthed and planted at that moment. So that being said, guys, um, got a lot of other things to talk about, man, but we just ran out of time. But uh, every Wednesday here, noon, Central Standard Time here, the Millionaire Goals Podcast YouTube channel, we are going to spend some time with you and help you understand what's going on in the marketplace so therefore you can stay ahead. Large part about wealth building is anticipation. And once you start anticipating a lot more things outside of just finances, so therefore you can get to a position where you want, where you have wealth, health, prosperity, and happiness. So that being said, Milton, appreciate you, big dog. Pleasure, See you buddy. next Wednesday. Till we meet again. Drop your thoughts, comments, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Till we meet again. Continue to smart. Continue to smart. Everybody smart today. See you next week. Bye-bye.